Hello, this is Tony Blazer, back with another podcast for the Motocross Vault. What this one's going to cover is a little uh, quick review of last night's race at Glendale, round four of the 2020 Monster Energy Supercross Series. Last night's event was the first of the Triple Crown races, which I'm sure everybody's aware of, uh, what that means, meaning that you had three motos, gangbangs, whatever you want to call it, for an overall winner. I enjoy those races. I think they're a lot of fun. They, they typically mix things up a little bit. You end up getting uh, guys you don't expect winning, but last night really wasn't that way. It turned out to be... Kind of a rocks and runaway. Uh, he dominated the whole race, uh, rode excellently. Probably the best I've seen Kenny ride since, uh, probably since before he hurt his arm. You know, he was like really dominant. Uh, he's looking great. Uh, I, I really hope it's Kenny's year. I'm, I'm a big Ken Roxon fan, and I would love to see him take this title. It would be uh, a really, really great story for Honda, who hasn't won a title, I think, since Ricky Carmichael. In second, you had Eli Tomac. Tomac certainly rode solid. I actually thought he was going to win this thing early in the first moto, particularly. I thought we were going to see the kind of a replay of what we had last week where he's going to, you know, mow, mow uh, Ken down, but Kenny held tough, fought back from that early pressure and, and motored away from him. Um, all three races, he was up front and, and in, basically in control of the race. And uh, Eli clearly was probably the second fastest guy. I don't think that uh, at any point that it was really, other than maybe early on in that first motor, it looked like it was really any kind of threat for him to win. But he's clearly in second place in the title now, uh, really, really having a solid season so far, other than that first little kind of hiccup at A1. He and Kenny both had that kind of funky race. So that's what's been great so far, the fact that, None of these guys is really running away with this, so it's still up in the air, uh, but it's starting to look like it's going to be a Kenny and Eli show for the rest of the way. Behind the two front runners, you had Jason Anderson, who ended up having a, a third overall, which is an impressive finish, I would say. So far, he's been, you know, okay. You know, he's kind of building, though. I think it's uh, one of those things where uh, at no race has he struck me as like, oh my gosh, he's really on fire or doing that well. And in fact, like last week, at some point, it looked like he was going to get, you know, shovel to the back but he came out this week and had a you know solid three motos went like five three two that's a great finish in fact i think he would have probably won that last moto if they hadn't had that restart it looked like he was checking out up front and then uh the front runners early on you know eli and um, kenny i think they're both like a 10th or 11th or something so i don't think there's any way they would have caught jason and jason probably would have i don't know if that would have given him second overall but in any case Great, great finish for Jason. He's he's like 14 points out of uh, the title lead. Uh, he's only three points behind Barsha. And while Barsha's kind of trending down, it seems like Jason's trending up. I would say that Jason is going to be, you know, certainly a contender the rest of the year to be in the top three. I don't know if he's going to all of a sudden catch fire and become a title contender. I think if he's going to have a shot at this title, he's going to clearly going to need something to go wrong for the top front runners or all of a sudden, you know, catch another gear. But definitely the stock is trending up for Jason Anderson. Behind the top three, we had a couple of guys who at least appeared to me to be having an off night, but ended up with much better results than I would have predicted. Uh, looking at their riding was uh, Cooper Webb and Justin Barsha. Uh, Cooper Webb looked like he was having a tough night. I mean, the first moto when I looked up, or the first gangbang or whatever you want to call it, he was like 13th or 11th or something early on. I was like, oh, geez, here we go. And he ended up salvaging, you know, an eighth out of that. Not great. But then he went a fifth and a fourth in the next two and ends up like fourth overall. So that's kind of the... Uh, the magic of like the gangbang, you know, you just never know what's going to happen. And I certainly think that his riding didn't look great. He was looked like he was struggling the whoops. The whoops looked like they were really giving him a hard time. I'm not sure if it's the KTM thing because you know Marv seems to have trouble with him too. Dunge was never like a whoop monster, but those things just he just looked like he was getting kicked. It looked like the thing was maybe a little too stiff. 
I don't know. Clearly, I can't blitz whoops, but you, when you you know it's one of those the eye tests, you can see it, and you're like, okay, this is not going well. And he just looks like he's having a hard time with it. He's getting eaten up in those damn things. So I don't know whether it's a matter of he needs to work on the settings on the bike, or maybe he needs to do a little more practice or soften the shock up. I, I don't know, but it doesn't look great. Uh, the fact that Cooper is struggling like that. It doesn't really really bode well for his title defense. I think he's like 20 points out of the lead now. So with Kenny and Eli riding so well up front and uh, kind of pulling away from this thing, it, it looks a little bit dicey for Cooper to keep that number one plate. I mean, anything could happen. It is Supercross. You know, both those guys could take each other out next week and, you know, throw the whole series up in uh, upheaval. But I just don't think that's probably going to happen. I think Cooper's going to have to find another gear pretty quickly if he's going to, you know, have a chance of keeping that number one plate. In fifth, you had Justin Barsha, another guy with, you know, mediocre results all night. They ended up with a better, you know, overall on paper than it really was in the race. I didn't see him ride at all, and they didn't really didn't show it on TV, so I can't speak to how he's doing. But it seemed like you know his his results have just gone in the tank the last couple of weeks. I would think he's probably over his illness by now. It seems like his starts have gone to hell is the main problem. You know, if he had, if he had whole shotted all three rounds, would he have all through motos, bangs, whatever you want to call them? Would he have been able to keep up front? I don't know. I I, I don't think anybody has beaten Kenny last night. You know, like I said, Eli was on him early, and Kenny just walked away. He was just he was just on it. But maybe he could have got a second or a third or fourth. Who knows? As it was, it's a better overall finish than, you know, it probably the riding deserves. You know, he went six, eight, seven, which, you know, it's pretty amazing. You got a fifth out of that. That just goes to show you. Typically, these events are, you know, the, the results are all over the place. The fact that Ken swept all three, I don't know that we've seen that one of these. I keep thinking back, you know, we saw it at the Monster Cup a couple of times, but most of these uh, Triple Crowns, it seems like there's like an outlier winner here and there and stuff. And as I said earlier, you know, if that moto had, the last moto hadn't been restart we would have probably this time so it's pretty remarkable i guess that's what makes them fun it, you know it shakes up the results a little bit you end up with like these crazy finishes sometimes that don't you know when you look at the riding you're like wow i didn't expect that to happen behind the top five guys one guy i wanted to mention is adam cincerillo at the first round i was all in on the hype train for adam you know he was just on fire he's been on fire at every practice session he's just shown balls out speed and unfortunately, it's been kind of the Adam Cincerello uh, playbook so far. I think after the Nationals last year and uh, the way he's been riding early on, a lot of us, including myself, thought, okay, wow, here we go. Strap in. It's the AC era. We're going. He's uh, coming in on fire. Unfortunately, though, it's been kind of the same thing we've always seen from Adam. It's kind of like the old playbook. He's the fastest guy, has a problem, crashes, something goes wrong. Uh, yesterday, he had a very up-and-down day. Really fast in terms of speed, but then like in the first bang, he got a third. I think the second bang, he got a sixth. The third bang, he got banged to the ground in the whoops. Ended up with a 17th. I think he got, I don't know, seventh overall or something. Certainly not what all of us AC uh, truthers were hoping for. Bummer deal. Clearly, maybe getting so excited early on was maybe a bit much. You know, coming into the season, I was like, okay, well, keep the keep the hype down. But then he looks so fast. He looks so fast. You wanted it to be true. Uh, so I don't know. It's hard to say. I still think AC might get a win. You know, he has the speed if he gets out front. If he can get out front, keep his head on straight. I think he has the speed to win. Clearly, but. Again, it's the same old thing. He's you know can't seem to keep it together for a whole moto. So. I don't know. It's hard to say. I, I love Adam. I hope he it pulls off a couple of wins. I mean, really, when you think about it, clearly Eli was Kawasaki's guy. So Adam is the wingman this year. Probably not expected to win, even though I'm sure a lot of those guys in the Kawasaki rig were like, yeah, they won. But it, 
it just hasn't worked out. Uh, he's doing better than like Brayton or some of the other guys you have for a second. To have two guys so competitive is great for Kawasaki. Uh, you have to think that Eli though is probably the title, the title expected of not not AC. So what he's doing. Clearly not bad. I hope he doesn't hurt himself. I hope he doesn't have one of these big yard sales and jack himself up. That's the main thing. If you see those, that cartwheel on the whoop was nasty. He could have easily hurt himself pretty bad. And uh, you ended up with a, you know, something like happened with Chris Blows or somebody. Or you saw what happened to, you know, I don't know, Bogle got the crap knocked out of him. You keep hitting the ground, something bad's going to happen. So an AC is not proven to be like an Iron Man. He, you know, he's been a little fragile in the past. So I hope he gets this going in the right direction, uh, figures it out, and wins a couple of these races before the end. We had another great night of racing in the 250 class. We had a great bounce back by Austin Forkner. Rough night for Justin Cooper. Uh, he basically, I think, I don't know what happened in the first round. I don't remember what happened in the first gangbang. But in the second one, you know, it looked like he was going to win and kind of bounce back. And then he crashed. And the third one, he finally did pull it together. But tough night. He was lucky to maintain the points lead. The red plate, I think he only has three points up on Ferrandis, who ended up, I believe, second last night. Tightening this race up, you know, Unless Justin Cooper figures out some way to get back to the speed he had early on, I think it's probably going to be Ferrandez's title. It sure looks that way so far. Cooper has just had a tough, tough couple of rounds. Uh, Forkner, again, fastest guy, great speed. Up and down, though. It's hard to say whether, you know, next week you'll probably get another sixth. Who knows? Yard sale on the whoops. Uh, I think the, you know, the 250s are always exciting. I enjoy watching them because they are so unpredictable. And uh, there's a good chance that any of these three guys could take this title, which is great. I'm glad somebody's not just running away with it. So it should be exciting to the finish. i tell you guys really in, uh, impressing me is uh, Brand Hartraft. You know, he looked gracie again. He, I think he's got confidence. I, a lot of people would probably say he kind of lucked into these podiums so far. He just missed out on the podium last night. But great, you know, speed up front. KTM has got to be pleased. I didn't know how this was going to go after they got rid of, like, all the older guys. And uh, went with the youth movement over at TLD, but it's turned out pretty well. They've been competitive and up on the podium. So there you have it. That's my look back at the fourth round at Glendale. Great night of racing. Great night for Ken Roxon fans. Super pumped for that guy. I certainly hope it's his year. I'll be uh, you know pulling for him every round going forward. Good showing for Eli. Kept the title chase you know real close. Uh, he certainly has every bit of a shot at this as well. I really think those two guys seem to be taking control of the series, but who knows? Supercross is amazing. Every week something new happens, so next week we have a completely different outcome. 250 class again, very tight race. I think we all have to be pumped on the fact that both these championships are tight. You know, it's sometimes the fourth round you already have, I think, you know, two years ago with Anderson, you had a couple of guys already hurt. Marv crashed out, Eli crashed out or at the first round kind of threw the thing uh, into chaos, and it seemed like some of the front runners are already out. All the guys you'd want to be in the title fight are in the title fight. Even a guy like Barsha or Cooper Webb could come, uh, you know, all of a sudden get their crap back together and make a title fight of this. Excellent racing so, so far this year. We didn't get our fourth new winner in four rounds, but, you know, Kenny taking the second one, dominating like he did. I think that was a exciting night and a good night. Good track. Let's hope next week is as exciting as this one was. Uh, Supercross is awesome. And like I said, no matter who wins, as long as it's a good race, I'm happy. And last night I was super pumped for sure. So what did you all think of the race? Let me know in the comment section below. If you want to uh, subscribe, share this on social media, I'd appreciate it. Uh, if you're listening on my podcast, if you could give it a uh, rating, like, share that as well, I would really appreciate that as well. I'll kind of grow that. And I do appreciate all the positive feedback. So until we meet again, this is Tony Blazer. Peace.